Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, I've said it before that I have been so indoctrinated with this music that literally wherever I am and whatever I'm doing when I hear Booker T and the MGs come on I immediately snap into gear like I'm doing this radio show. Isn't that bizarre? Listen, yesterday, at one point, Alexa, Alexa was playing Booker T and the MGs in my home. It wasn't my idea. And I heard this music. And I had to stop myself from opening the show. Well, good morning, everybody. I'm Bob Solter. As they say, this is my cue. I guess it's a good thing by now. At least I sort of caught on by this point. Well... We should have an interesting program today. In the second hour of our program, we're actually going to be joined by a guest who is going to be talking with us about um, a number of areas involving divorce. And um, we're going to cover quite a range of topics then. In the first hour of our program, we're going to do something that we don't often get a chance to do, but when we do, uh, usually it sparks some interesting discussion. And that's, we're going to open up the phones to folks listening to us. I've been here for about three hours this morning, and I've actually been debating whether or not to go the route that we're going to go this morning on the program. And I made the decision finally to do this literally within the past 35 to 40 minutes. Because I've given a lot of thought and I've been thinking about this for days. As you well know by now, I'm sure, there was a massive movement this past week. Whether you agree with it or not, of thousands, I guess, you could even say tens of thousands of students and adults, but especially students, who walked out of classrooms 
in the middle of the week, on Wednesday, which was the 14th of March, and was one month after that horrific, brutal attack at the school in South Florida. where 17 students lost their lives. And the repercussions of that still being felt. A lot of discussion that has sparked in this country. We've had a little bit of it on this program on a couple of occasions. And the discussion goes in a number of areas, But I'm curious as to the thought of folks who are listening to us this morning about the action of students, first of all, in organizing themselves in the numbers that they did, to walk out of classes, the plan was for 17 minutes as a commemoration, or I guess some might phrase it as being in honor of those who were killed in that awful incident in South Florida, February 14th. So what did you think of that action on the part of the students? That's the question I'm putting out at the core of our discussion this morning. You want to join us? 877-337-6666 is our phone number here at WFAN. One of the things, and there was a lot of media coverage, as you might imagine. One of the things that came out of the coverage was a little bit of talk about the students and what it is that they're looking for. And a lot of people have been impressed by the fact that they are as organized as they are. They seem to be as determined, as they apparently are. And they, for the most part, seem to have the attention of a whole lot of people in political leadership in this country. And yes, this has sparked a lot of discussion about this topic of gun violence and school safety. And naturally, one of the areas of discussion that also comes up is the whole topic of gun control. It's only natural that it's going to happen. So, interested in your thoughts? 877-337-6666. 
is our phone number, and it's toll-free here at WFAN. It is brought to you by Mohegan Sun. Unlimited possibilities await you at Mohegan Sun. Plan your stay at mohegansun.com. Tell you what, let's start with folks on the phone, and let's go first to um, Dave in Garden City. Dave, welcome to the fan. Thanks for holding on. Dave, good morning. Welcome to the fan. Hello, Dave. Dave, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. Welcome to the fan. Hello? Yes. Bob? Yes. Speak up, Dave. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, Hi. Um, Listen, you know, generationally, we as parents and grandparents have long since uh, yielded any moral authority that we should properly have on this issue. I mean, if Columbine didn't do it, if Virginia Tech didn't do it, my God, if Newtown didn't do it, what on earth were we not doing and not insisting that our politicians do and not turning our back on the NRA as the frauds that they are? And, uh, you know, now, you know, getting to where these kids in Florida had to take this up. I mean, the, I, I still have little or no confidence that this is going to effectuate any real change. And, you know, uh, we need to also remember, I'm a lawyer, it was a five-to-four Supreme Court decision and a very poorly reasoned one that even determined that handguns are somehow supposedly covered by the Second Amendment. Uh, they're not. And, you know, the, uh, the, the fact that we come down to a timid, timid conference, uh, Congress talking about Things like bump stocks and AR-15s is just an extension of how behind the eight ball we have allowed this discussion to become because fundamentally there is no right for anyone to possess anything but a musket under the Second Amendment. And, you know, the raising of militias for purposes of defending the country is a concept long since gone. We have allowed this discussion to be so guided for so long by the Wayne LaPierres of the world that it's very little wonder that the kids have had to take this into their own hands after being made to cower in a closet. Why do you say that you feel that basically that, if I read this and heard you correctly, that not much is going to come from this? Bob, unfortunately, I cannot hear you. Okay, I said, why is it that you? Why do you feel that not much is going to come from this? I'm sorry, I I okay. I, I, I can't hear you, and I apologize for not uh, okay. being able to take it up as a two way conversation. Dave, for some reason, we've got a bad connection. Thank you for your call this morning. All right. All right, we'll get to more folks on the phone as well, 877-337-6666. That's our phone number here at WFAN. And I've put out the idea of uh, talking about this protest that took place in the middle of the week where tens of thousands of students and adults, but especially students, walked out of schools across the country, massive numbers, exactly one month after the horrific shootings that took place in uh, South Florida. You want to join us in that discussion, hop on the phones, 
and uh, be part of the discussion this Sunday morning. You know, I'm kind of getting into them in the afternoon drive, CMB. I will be there tomorrow afternoon. And good afternoon, or good morning, everybody. This is uh, Bob Solter. We're in the discussion with you on the phones, 877-337-6666. That's our phone number here at WFAN. I've put out this uh, thoughts as we've uh, opened up the phones this hour of our program uh, to talk about the uh, protests that took place in this past week uh, where students walked out of uh, classes and um, in some cases were joined by political leaders, by adults. Uh, in some cases, there were repercussions for them walking out of uh, classes. Interested in your thoughts uh, on this. It's all in the aftermath of the awful shooting that took place in uh, South Texas back in uh, February. is our number here at The Fan. We've got a bunch of people on hold. Let's go first to Larry in Flushing, who's been waiting a while. Hi. First of all, I've been listening to you now since day one. Uh, I'm a sports person, so I listen to the station. But every once in a while, I need something to make me regular to listen to something (laughs) beyond the sports. Because you know why I listen to sports? I don't want to listen to anything else anymore. How does that sound to you? I understand that, yes. Uh, I'm a... I'm a Vietnam veteran, and although I was born in New York and lived in New York, I was stationed down south. And from time to time, I would go to people's houses. It seemed that the culture was rifles, but the rifles were, yes, some of them were automatic weapons. Uh, they were not AK-47s or Kalashnikovs or the 15s or the 16s that we used in Vietnam, but they were hunters, and you don't hunt and put 30 rounds, I'm sorry, 10, 15 rounds into an animal. You can't eat him except for his hoof and make a bad soup. Uh, this is this is something, this culture right now, seeing people with weapons. If you ever watch these movies, and there's quite a few of them out there, people don't get shot three, four times in a movie. I think there was one John Wicks where he actually shot 150 people or 130 people. And when they get shot, they don't get shot and go down. They get shot and they do like a dance, you know, they do that shake. I can't do it. You probably can't see it on the phone. They do that shaking back and forth. Our culture has made uh, the utilization of weapons, of people getting shot, uh, as something that's very entertaining. Now, I want to say something else. All of these, most of these automatic weapons that are coming in right now, some of them are being made uh, by Remington and some other companies, but we're getting a lot of weapons coming in illegally from Central and South America. I think that if they would go ahead and somehow try to close the border, but in New York last year we had 390 people shot and killed, I think uh, 2,000 shot and 4,000 shot at. Not one of those weapons were, were sanctioned by the NRA or brought in legally. They were mostly illegal guns. So what do we do about those people? How do you wa- I'm sorry, I'm not saying this to you, Mr. Solis. Pick your poison. How do you want to be shot? With a, a bullet to the head or 30 bullets to your heart? There's what we need. We have drugs in this country. From what I understand, they are illegal, although we're starting to legalize them now because we understand the good business. You have to stop it by when a gentleman like this who just did the shooting, uh, eliminate him immediately. Have a very quick trial. You know who had the, I'm going to finish this by saying who had the number one website in the world and still does? You know who? Uh, no. Charles Manson. Ah. We love him! Mm. And... Because he and and you know uh, 
he wasn't exactly all that normal. And I listened to interviews from him, and I speak a little bit English. I didn't understand anything. I think we need a complete re-education. Yes, we have to get rid of the weapons, but it's part of our culture. This has nothing to do with the NRA. I'm a normal person. I have my father's shotgun that's 40 years old or here, has a lock to it. If they come around, and I don't even know where the key is, when they come around to collect these weapons, I'll be more than glad to give them mine. But will the people who wish to do these bad things give up their weapons? I've enjoyed you from day one, have not agreed with you since day one on some items, but I love listening to your show when I get up early on a Sunday morning. Good day to you, sir. Thank you very much, and thank you for your service as well. Alrighty, and also your patience on the phone. Uh, let's see. Next at eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. That's our number here at WFAN. Let's go to John in Middletown, who's been holding for some time. John, thanks for holding on so long. How, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. All right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a tough, it's a touchy subject, but you know, I'm 35 years old, and um, I really didn't like school growing up. I'd rather hang out on the streets. But as I got older, I got into history, and I started learning about, you know, Roman empires and Greek empires. And you learn a lot that governments like to pick their citizens that they they rather cater to. You know, every politician, every group has their core fans that they that they like to lead, whether it's because they're easy to lead and they, and they just listen to whatever they say. And I feel like the reason why they want to go after gun owners and the NRA, and now listen, it sounds disheartening because these kids, you know, it's sad that what happened to these kids, but the cops were there. They could have stopped this and supposedly they didn't. So it's like, are these Democrats letting these things happen? Are these like false flags attacks that they're letting happen purposely? to take our guns away, to take the guns away from real Americans? Because it's, it's sad because that girl in California, that white girl that got murdered by an illegal Mexican that was locked up plenty of times, where were these kids with that? Why aren't they going after the illegal guns the way they're going after the legal guns? You know, when Obama was in office for eight years in Chicago, they're killing each other. And nobody's protesting those guns. So it's like... Is it a race thing? I mean, I don't know the percentage of people that register their guns, if they're how many white people register their guns, um, and if that's an issue, or if it's true hardcore Americans that they have a problem with. But I just, ha- I just have a feeling the way the tides have been turning, the way you know Hillary likes to disrespect Americans, specifically white Americans, and how everyone's catering to you know the Muslims coming in. And the Mexicans coming in, and if you're white and you don't like it, you're considered a racist. But when you look at South American borders, there's walls down there to protect. And it's like, you look at Europe being flooded. It's like everywhere that white people live, we're being attacked. And if America, which is the leader and the, you know, the freedom and, you know, the white, white America, I feel like the hatred towards Donald Trump is really the hatred towards white America in general. And um, to get back to your, you know, that's what scares me about the protest. Is, it like, is this protest being set up and are these kids being used? And, you know, you, you started off the thing by saying the kids organized this. Did the kids really organize this? Or are these groomed politicians 
some ha- in the Democratic Party who have no problem meeting with Farrakhan. And these are the same people that want to take the guns from the NRA people. Like, something's going on here. This is not just about guns. This is, this is bad, and people need to study history. History always repeats itself. I hate to go back to the, the Hitler taking guns and all that stuff, but everywhere a leader has taken guns away from their citizens, they were murdered. And these young kids don't realize that. And 90% of these young kids love hip-hop music. And I find it funny when the hip-hop community talks about getting guns, taking these guns away from the NRA. Like, that's all this hip-hop and this new generation, like the gentleman just said in these movies and these videos. Maybe the first thing they should do is get rid of these video games where you have six-year-old kids with headsets running around with guns killing people. Call of Duty's probably the biggest game in the world. And what is it? It's about killing. You know, guns... I watched the cartoon and the daughter said, Dad, those guns are bad. The father put the gun on the table and said, Gun, kill someone. You know what I mean? It's educating. And these kids are being educated watching video games. And what is it? It's usually the kid that has no friends sitting in his house playing Call of Duty. Mm. So he goes to school. He gets made fun of. He goes home and he plays Call of Duty. He learns about guns. He learns about how to hide. He learns about taking people out. So... It's not always just about the guns. Yes, there should be some type of regulation. And that gentleman with the musket is crazy because I'm pretty sure the Second Amendment, they meant that you should have capable weapons to defend yourself against a government that wants to get rid of their own people. Well, it's, 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 it's that simple. I mean, I don't know if I'm crazy. I'm at the time, my... John, at the time, obviously, you know, they were referring to the musket because that's what what, what but, there was then. They, you, they didn't have... But, that, but that's what I'm saying. Right, don't obviously. you think that they, they meant that you should be able to have a weapon that's capable to defend yourself? Well, that's one interpretation that it seems logical to be able to Right, because I'm pretty sure that in, right. in 50 years you're not going to fight aliens coming with lasers with muskets. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. you have to be able to defend yourself equally. Right. Nobody wants it to get that way. Nobody hopes it, it's going to go that way. But when our country, like, another thing, like, I talked to the guy that screamed me, like, me and him had a disagreement because I watched the video where the kids were protesting, but they ran and ripped out an American flag and stepped on it. Mm. Like, come on. Like, this is not good. Like, America is being shit on. This country is being disrespected, and people are bringing up things from two, three hundred years ago and justifying crimes today for it, and it's not fair. All right, John. John, you brought up you brought up a lot of different things here. I want to give some other folks a chance to be able to uh, share their thoughts as well. Thank you for your patience on the phone and for sharing your thoughts with us this morning. Thank you, buddy. Take care. All right. Okay. More folks on the phone. Let's go to John in Deer Park, who's been holding forever too. John, thanks for holding on so long. Welcome to the fan. Absolutely. How are you doing today, sir? Good, thank you. Good, good. Um, you know, that, that previous call, he touched on a, a bunch of different topics. Some of them, you know, I, I definitely agree with. And, you know, especially the whole thing where, you know, it's not this isn't a gun issue. This is a, this is more a society issue, you know. In, in the past two or three generations, uh, I'm 40 years old. Since my grandparents, you look at society and the way we've gone with society, especially in this country, in particular this country, there's no constitution in people anymore. You get picked on, you cry, and you got to go shoot a whole bunch of people. That's not how this goes. You look at other places. You look at places that are having hard times. You look at places where there's genocide going on. You Somalia, Sarajevo. You look at all these places in, in time past. And a lot of this, people aren't getting pissed off because they're getting picked on. Those people are stronger. They're not weaker because they're getting picked on. 
uh, has nothing to do with this. It has nothing to do with guns. And another point with the guns, we live in a day and age where are you seriously telling me that we use biometrics for a boatload of other things? You can't put a simple biometric scanner on a weapon so it'll only open up for me? It's possible, and there's no reason why we can't do it. Probably the only thing that I could think would hold that from back from happening is cost. You're not even looking at a high cost. It's probably a cost to the manufacturer that they... Not don't. necessarily. You know how many... You open your computer with your, a fingerprint, you open your phone with a fingerprint. Oh, that's true, yeah. We open up a lot of things with our fingerprints or our eyes or whatever. Biometrics is, and that's only, it's only going to get more advanced. Mm-hmm. We're only going to see more and more stuff coming along. So if you're sitting here telling me that we can't do this stuff in today's day and age, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. This is a political thing. It's a political agenda. People want to get whatever they want to do with their politics, and they're using this as a platform. And unfortunately, the other side of it is it is a societal thing where people don't have the Constitution anymore. They can't go through hard times. They need somebody there to lift them up and tell them that they're, they're good and they're a good person and, and they're going to be well and all this other stuff. And there's a too much hand-holding, way too much hand-holding going on in this country. It needs to stop. We need to grow up. John, thank you very much for your patience thank you, sir. and sharing your thoughts with us this morning. Interesting discussion, interesting thoughts being shared by folks listening to us. And it's part of the reason for opening up the phones and being able to have this discussion this morning. I put the idea out at the beginning of this hour that I was interested in hearing some thoughts from folks listening to us about some of the um, coverage of the walkout that took place in the middle of the week uh, by thousands of students across the country. And we've had a lot shared with us. We'll share more thoughts with you as we continue. 877-337-6666 is our phone number. You can join us and chat on this topic, this first hour of our program. Good morning, everybody. This is Bob Solter on our program this morning. This uh, first hour, we've opened up the phones, taking your calls, thoughts on uh, this week where there's been a lot of coverage of the um, student protests, walkouts that took place on uh, Wednesday. Obviously, a lot of talk about um, guns, about uh, violence, all in the aftermath of the, I guess, one-month commemoration. I hate the term anniversary when uh, talking about things like this, but commemoration of the uh, awful um, shooting that took pl- shootings that took place in uh, February at that uh, school in uh, South Florida in Parkland um, because it sparked so much discussion in this country. And we're trying to take in some of your thoughts. We've had some very interesting and very passionate um, positions stated by folks listening to us. 877-337-6666 is our phone number here at The Fan. Uh, Let's see. We're going next. Looks like we have folks lined up from the state of New Jersey. New Jersey? Imagine that. All right. Let's go first over to uh, Bob in Little Ferry, New Jersey. Bob, good morning. Welcome to The Fan. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Very well, thank you. And yourself? Good. Good to hear. Um... The previous callers, uh, they're passionate, all right, but they're all passionate about the wrong thing. Uh, you know, whatever they're talking about has nothing to do with, I believe, what you wanted to bring up. What I'm going to talk about is the issue you want to hear about. It's the kids. There's some, I think there was an official in Tennessee that called it a movement and that if the children in his district, uh, you know, went out for those uh, minutes, 
that they would all be suspended for one day. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, it's not a movement. It's a protest. It's a protest because the kids themselves and the parents don't want to send an eight-year-old to the school and worry that they're going to be shot and killed while they're being educated in the school system. So the question here is, what are we going to do to prevent these weapons and these idiots from going into these schools to kill the children. You can talk about the NRA and all this other stuff over here. That's wonderful. It's political and have a field day with that. You'll be talking till uh, the cows come home. But the point is we have to protect the kids in school. They are there to be educated, not to be worried that when they go to school, they're going to be shot. Now, the question is, how do we prevent these weapons from getting into the school. This is the main issue. This is what we have to spend a lot of energy on. Uh, I'm, I don't want to comment about should we have someone with a, a weapon, a guard or something like that in the school. That's open for discussion. But the point is, how do we prevent these weapons and these people getting into the school? I believe that's the real issue. As far as the turnout goes, I was terribly disappointed when I heard that the way you described it, that there's tens of thousands of kids that participated in this. Tens of thousands. That shows how genuine it was, because there was no, uh, it was a spontaneous kind of reaction. This was not well organized by any organization, because they wanted to prove a point about something. These were schools from all over that the the kids decided, and apparently the parents used their influence and everything, to make a statement to protect their children. There was no political motivation here. They just want their kids to go to school and come home alive. I can go on and on, but uh, I, I think I've said my piece and other people could get in there. But I hope you understand what I mean. I care about the kids and protecting them, not all these political issues. Bob, thank you for your call this morning and your patience on the phone, too. Sure. All right, 877-337-6666 is our phone number here at The Fan. Next, we go to Craig in Sparta, New Jersey. Craig, good morning. Welcome to The Fan. Hi, good morning. My name is Greg. Um, calling in, I have a few opinions. Um, I, too, uh, recognize there's a bit of passion. I'm going to try to be uh, as dispassionate, not because it's not a serious issue. It clearly is. Um, I'm a teacher, so I have an opinion. Um, I'm also a father of a nine and 10 year old, uh, son and daughter. I'm also the son of a retired, uh, New York city police officer. Um, there were guns in my home growing up. They were under a lock and key. I've never owned a gun. These are just some contextual, uh, descriptions. I don't, um, believe it's merely a political thing. I, I appreciate what the gentleman before me said. Um, political agendas are really important. Um, but they obfuscate this issue. The issue is what I think is the safety of our children. Um, and, and I took offense. Uh, I'm not going to directly speak to the man who, or two men earlier who said real Americans. I, I personally, knowing a little bit about history myself, know a real American happens to be indigenous people of this country. So I don't know what he means by uh, real American. Real Americans voice their opinions, and that is not just done through the Second Amendment but also to the First Amendment, which allows for protest. And when I am in awe when I see children doing it. And it's a talking point when people say it's the Democrats organizing it. Whether it is or, or not, 
some of the uh, quote-unquote foundational organizations, the Sons of Liberty, etc., they organize children as well. Some of those are called heroes, by the way. Um, anyway, I, I, I am an all-of-the-above guy. Anybody that has a solution to this problem, and I do not believe there is one, is welcome to enter the table and discuss dispassionately and without agenda, because this is far too serious. And I thank you for your time and, and the topic. Thank you. Thank you for your call this morning as well. 877-337-6666 is our phone number here at The Fan. Uh, next in New Jersey, we go to Jay in Bergen County. Jay, thanks for holding on. Welcome to The Fan. Good morning, my friend Bob. I listen to you every week. You should know I've got you for about three years now at least. Thank you. I do call in every now and then. Uh, Bob, I believe these kids do have to be protected. I believe that they should be allowed to protest without without any uh, anything going against their uh, going uh, for college, uh, against any of their marks about being uh, going to the detention. That's crazy. But uh, a way to protect these kids before, you know, if, if we can't stop a gun from coming into school, we should have protection armed people. The NRA has thousands, tens of thousands, retired police officers that belong to the NRA. If we could figure out a way, if the NRA can figure out a way to get these retired police officers or people that are qualified to guard every school in every city in the United States to protect these kids. There is no way a kid should go to school and sit there worried about is they're coming into this school. There should be somebody on. If we have to pay these kids by raising my taxes, raise my taxes $10 a month. Uh, the amount of homes we have in this town here, we could surely pay for it. I'm sure there are people that uh, maybe can't afford $10 a month. So raise my taxes, $15, $20 a month. Let's protect these kids until we can get uh, some kind of uh, a way to stop guns from coming into these schools. These people, these parents, which I have three grandchildren uh, that, that go to school in South Jersey, and my, my uh, daughter and son-in-law are worried about what's going on down there. There's been uh, several incidents down there with uh, young kids being uh, arrested, taken out of school for putting things on, uh, you know, that uh, on their uh, public, these, uh, what the hell do you call them? They, they got out there on their phones and uh, social media. Mm -hmm. So uh, I really think, Bob, uh, the NRA should really step up and help uh, get these cops, these uh, NR, uh, cops that belong to the NRA, and get them into these schools. You have to pay them, okay? They're not going to do it for nothing. So raise our taxes, get these kids protected. And, uh, Bob, you always come up with a good, great topics, and uh, I really appreciate your show. And that's it. And then, Bob, listen, it's nothing about black or white. That, that guy was nuts. He, he had a, he's got to be drunk this morning. Well, he's, express, right. he's expressing his viewpoint, but thank you yeah, for, well, thank you for yeah. your call this morning, too. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, okay. Bob. 877-337-6666 is our phone number here at The Fan. Uh, let's see. You want to jump in on the discussion? Um, we're talking about it in this first hour of our program. Let's go to uh, Dean, who is calling us next. Dean, where are you calling us from? Lloyd Harbor in New York. Okay, where is that? That's uh, north of Huntington. Oh, okay. All right. 
Um, thanks, thanks for holding on. Welcome to the fan. Thanks, and good morning. Thank you. Uh, good morning, long-time listener and also the station. Um, you know, I think everyone has a very good point. I just want to chime in and, and say, you know, we have to look at the underlying cause of why these kids want to kill in the first place. And some of the calls I mentioned, and just want to expand on it in terms of, you know, kids, everyone's different. Everyone has different intelligence. Everyone has different uh, upbringing. But when you come from a broken home, when you don't have parents, you know, monitoring what's going on with your life, I think uh, that's one one uh, possibility of why, why kids are going to uh, delve into this uh, form of bad behavior. You have the culture, obviously, between Hollywood, games, um, so, uh, and then you have, you know, kids who just sort of slip through the system who, you know, people at school may not realize that something might be going on at home. Um, so I think of a lot of it is if we address the underlying causes uh, of what's going on. And yeah, unfortunately, they, everyone has access to guns, but, um, you know, I don't think the NRA is responsible for uh, all of this. Uh, I think um, most Americans are law-abiding, and that um, it'd be a shame to, uh, you know, start limiting what can and what can't be bought and sold. Um, but you know, I agree. That, you know, no one should be owning a, an assault rifle. It's just that um, I, I think the, the philosophy we have to take is is we have to look at a hard look at why these kids are doing this. And I agree with the, some of the previous callers. Some of these NRA uh, members, uh, like former officials, should be guarding the schools in terms of helping prevent these tragedies. And that's all I have to say. Thank you. Thank you, and thank you for your comments as well and for listening, too. 877-337-6666 is our phone number here at The Fan this Sunday morning. You want to join in and share your thoughts? Feel free. Let's go next to Eric, who is calling us from Maryland. Eric, good morning. Welcome to The Fan. Good morning. How are you today? Very well, thank you. And yourself? Good, thank you. Uh, I was, I'm was. i a teacher in Maryland, and I was. Uh, a lot of our students uh, wanted to protest. But what's interesting to note, and I wanted to bring this up because uh, it's kind of an inside story, there were students who didn't want to protest but didn't really take a side either way. They just wanted to stay in the classroom, uh, not out of disrespect to the protest, but they just didn't want to be involved, yet they were told they had to go outside anyway. Now, I think that's a very interesting point to note because there's an impression that thousands and thousands of kids are all on board with this, and I'm not saying that there's that many that aren't, but the point is that they didn't have a choice. Everybody had to go outside. There was no, if you want to go outside, you can. But other than that, you know, that, that, that's a very important point, I think, to note. Why is it that they had to go outside? There's some I'm sur- assuming because there was no supervision. Okay. All the teachers and everybody's going to be outside. They can't okay. have kids staying in the school by themselves. All right, I see then. All right. Hmm. All right, that is an interesting point um, and one that's quite frankly... I haven't heard anyone uh, mentioned before, so thank you for sharing. Exactly, that's why I wanted to bring it up. I've been listening, and I didn't hear you know I didn't hear anybody really talking about that, but uh, I, I needed to bring that up to you guys. Thank you for your perspective on that and for sharing that with us. Travel, My pleasure. Have a, have a good day. You too. Travel safely. Alrighty. Thank you. Bye bye. Right. Very interesting. Um, the 
discussion that we've had here and uh, thoughts that have been shared, you know, as I said at the uh, beginning of the hour, this discussion almost didn't happen. Almost didn't. Because I thought, are we going to get bogged down in um, name-calling, or are we going to have a real discussion here? Um, I knew there were going to be people who would express themselves in a very passionate fashion, and that's fine. Again, it's open phones. That's kind of the point. Um, so I thank all the folks that did call. We had a very nice turnout of people who called and a couple of people who called and dropped off the line. Hey, I would have gotten to you if you had been able to hang around, but I know sometimes people can't wait uh, on the phone. I try to get to folks. I also try, as hopefully you've noticed by now, to actually let people have a real discussion and to make your point or points. So I thank you for uh, joining us, sharing in this discussion. There have been a lot of coverage. Obviously, the issues that surround the protests that took place are not going away anytime soon. And we're going to be keeping an eye on it. We will have further discussions. At times, they may be discussions with you. At times, they may be discussions with the guest who will join us. I try to vary that somewhat. Try to keep the show a little bit fresh here, too. And also, when possible, to get you actually involved in the discussion. Because quite frankly, those are some of the best shows that we have on Sunday mornings here. Now, we're going to shift into a completely different area of discussion that, eh, in a way, we've broached a couple of times before in all the years that I've been doing this show, and there's a lot of them. The D word. Yes, divorce. We have a guest who is an expert in the area who's going to join us for the 7 o'clock hour of our program and will also be able to work in some thoughts from some of the folks listening to us this morning. I have a feeling this is going to be another lively hour of our program indeed. Stick around. A lot more to get to this Sunday morning. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 